Hello, friends. Welcome to another Ask Jess, where I answer all of your decluttering and organizing questions and help you to work through some of the more difficult parts of letting go of things, which is exactly what this particular live session is all about. So I'm calling this how to overcome the guilt of throwing things away so you can move forward decluttering your home. A couple of days ago, I asked on my Facebook page what your biggest challenge is with decluttering. And many people said, and I know this from working with my clients in their homes too, um, that it's really difficult to overcome the guilt that you feel when you are trying to let go of stuff or you spend a ton of time trying to figure out the best place for something to go after it leaves your house. That's not the garbage. And that takes so much time that you just don't actually let go of anything. Uh, there's a lot of also confusion around throwing out stuff and garbage and recycling. So all of this craziness uh, makes it really difficult to let go of stuff. And I have definitely worked with clients in their homes who just have massive collections of garbage because they feel so bad about throwing anything out. So what do we do about that? How can we start to address that? So my first bit of advice is whenever I approach anyone to talk about decluttering or organizing, whenever I go into anyone's house, whenever I do workshops, I always come from a, a place of no judgment. This is a completely judgment-free zone. There's no judgment about how you're living, about how much stuff you have, nothing. I truly, truly, truly just remove judgment from the equation. Now, the reason that it is such a judgment-free zone is because I believe that we were never taught the skills that are, that are necessary to live in the world that we have, like this world that's so full of stuff. And I know you guys hear me say this over and over and over again, but hear me out. Your parents or grandparents lived through the depression and then lived through a, a massive world war. During this time, there was a shortage of goods, right? So anything that you could keep and anything that somebody gave to you was extremely meaningful. So we were raised with this idea that whatever is in our house and whatever we have, whatever physical possessions we own, we should honor and love and care for and they are extremely important. And so when we go to let go of something, it's really complicated because we were taught that all of this stuff is so meaningful. But in the last like 30 to 50 years, the world has completely changed. We now live in a world that is just chock full of inexpensive things. So we don't have this skill set to deal with all of this stuff, which is why there is no judgment if you're dealing with a lot of clutter. And I would really ask you to please remove the judgment from the equation. If you're judging yourself, if you're feeling guilty, let's try and take that right out, right? Because now that you know that you were never taught these skills, um, you can start to educate yourself and move forward in a different way without feeling guilty. So if you were working with a child who didn't know how to read because they never had the opportunity to go to school, you would not judge that child for not knowing how to read 
you would feel empathy and you would teach them how to read, right? So look at yourself the same way. You were never taught how to appropriately deal with all of this stuff and how to have a healthy relationship with the things in your life. So now you're learning, right? Have a little like empathy for yourself um, because you just need to learn. So we're just going to take judgment and guilt right out of the equation. Say bye-bye. Um, so I think like another kind of really important thing to keep in mind is that, and I call this a cold, hard truth. So prepare yourself because it's a horrible thing to hear. Everything that you own is going to end up in a landfill one day. That is a cold, hard truth. Now, I always advocate to try and find another, you know, another place for something that is actually useful to somebody else. But another cold, hard truth is that everyone has homes that are full of stuff. So we tend to value our things as like up here. Like if you see um, somebody else's dishes and then you see your dishes, you tend to place more value on your stuff because it's yours and that's human nature. But if you can step back and look at your things through the eyes of somebody who does not own all that stuff, then you can start to kind of put it into perspective. We all have households full of stuff and it sucks. It sucks, but the cold hard truth is that everything that we own is going to end up in a landfill one day. So of course you should try and find a good home for something that could still be useful to somebody, but just be realistic with what other people want or need. It's usually not that much. Um, and of course, I'm not advocating for throwing everything out, but I am advocating for saving your sanity and understanding that you should not be overvaluing, overvaluating what you have because we all have the same stuff. Um, so another thing to kind of keep in mind is that when you purchase something, so if I, like this mug, right? I love this mug. When I brought this into my house, this, I was like, oh, look, I got a new mug. But the truth is that this mug has a life cycle just like people and animals do. And there's five steps in the life cycle of a thing. So the first step is extraction. That means that whatever materials were used to make this mug had to be extracted. A lot of times the materials are like oil for plastics or, you know, trees for wood, whatever the raw materials are, they had to be extracted. So the life, in terms of the life cycle of a thing, the first step is extraction. The second step is production. That is where all of the raw materials are taken together and produced, usually in a factory. Um, so we have extraction, we have production. The third step is distribution. That is where these, this thing was, and it was made in China. So it was put on a container ship and sent across the ocean um, and then distributed to the local store where I purchased it. So we have extraction, production, distribution. Then step four of the five step life cycle is consumption. That is where we're using it. So even though this feels new to me, it's actually almost already at the end of its life cycle because it's on step four of its life cycle out of five. Now the fifth step is disposal. So the best thing that you can do in terms of reducing that guilt or letting go of that guilt, so is you know, have compassion for yourself and what you already have, and then commit to making a change moving forward. If you're somebody who feels guilty about letting go of something, 
the time to consider that is before you make the purchase or before you accept the item into your house, right? So you want to, as part of your purchasing kind of process in your brain, you want to think about how you're going to feel. Number one, is this gonna be easy to let go of? Is there a natural home that I can pass it on to? Um, is, it, is there a charity nearby me that always is looking for mugs? Um, you know, how am I gonna let go of this? How am I gonna get this out of my life when it is time for it to leave, right? When it's time for the next step. So that is a question that you wanna ask yourself moving forward, like consider, how you will dispose of something before you even purchase it. And if that, if you know that it's something that's gonna be really difficult to let go of, then that should be something that you consider, you know, prior to making the decision. That should have weight in your decision-making process because why would you bring something into your life that's going to cause you a lot of negative emotions in the future? That just doesn't make sense, right? Um, and when we have, you know, there's, I have this other kind of thought. Um, when we have a negative emotion, that space cannot be occupied by a positive emotion. So if we have fear and guilt for letting go of something, we really are taking away from the enjoyment that we had of having the thing. Um, so you wanna really balance that out. You're always trying to increase the positive emotions in your life and decrease the negative emotions. So the best thing, so, so what's in your house already is consumed. It's done, you didn't know any better, it came into your life for a reason, and we should be really grateful that we can bring stuff into our life so easily. Um, but that's all said and done. So if you need to put it into the garbage, you need to put it into the garbage. If you can easily find a place for it to go next, then let it go. Um, but don't let it sit around making you feel guilty that it's still there because everything that's in your home is going to end up in a landfill one day cold hard truth no matter what it is no matter how many more homes it goes to after your home ultimately everything we own is going to end up in a landfill so the best thing that you can do for the earth is to consume less starting immediately and to make better decisions in the beginning of the consumption process. So when you're making a purchase, think about the disposal, right? Think about the last step in this thing's life cycle. How is it gonna get there? And how are you going to feel? Um, and whenever you let go of something, you always wanna let go with love and gratitude because it really is amazing that we have all of these things to support our life when we need them. So just say thank you and let it go and make a commitment to changing your habits and making better decisions in the future. So <laughs> that is my advice for right now. If there's anybody on this live call with specific questions, I'm happy to answer them. Um, I also would say if you're decluttering, and you come to something that is really difficult, you don't have to make a decision on it right away. Always work from emotionally easy to emotionally difficult things. So don't get hung up on something that's a hard decision, right? Just let that one go. I mean, just like put it aside and get to it later. Just work through everything that's easy first. Hey, Kendra, <laughs> any questions? <laughs> do, 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 do. 
Um, anyway, in other news, I have launched my online course. It's called Clear the Chaos at Home um, Forever. <laughs> without losing your sanity. Um, actually, I have a couple of different names for it, but it's really called Clear the Chaos. And the whole point of the course, it's a six-week online course, um, and it's really designed to teach you all of these little lessons that you never learned growing up so that you can look at any space, like be it you know your closet, your living room, your car, your office, understand how stuff should be in that space, and how to declutter it, and then how to maintain that forever without having to devote like weekends to main to, to decluttering huge, you know, like massive collections of stuff. How to just maintain a decluttered and organized space forever, and how to have a home that supports you. So this is six weeks of lessons just designed to teach you this skill set that we never learned as children. So that's clearthechaosathome.com. Right now, I have a 50% off special for the course. Um, you have lifetime access to all of the material, so you can always go back and refer to the lessons if you need a little brush up in the future. Um, but go check it out because it, it's really, <laughs> it's really awesome. So Kendra says, "How can we bring this into our children's lives too? Six-year-old and three-year-old." So I think this is a really good question because we really want to pass this knowledge that we're learning right now onto our children so that when they grow up, they're not kind of saddled with the same guilt that we have. Um, I think that, you know, again, talking about how you're gonna let go of something is part of the conversation with a three-year-old and a six-year-old, and talking about how this item came to be is also really important. Um, there's definitely age-appropriate documentaries and stuff that you can show kids about the situation with plastics right now. And, and just uh, as a side note, um, most plastic is not being recycled. So even if you recycle something, it's most likely going into the garbage, into a landfill. So, you know, if you're like hanging on something to recycle it, there's a, a very low chance it's actually being recycled. So that, you know, I would say just let it go. But I would talk to your kids. If they're, you know, say you're walking down the aisle in Target and they're like, can I get this? Can I get this? Can I get this? And it's like a, you know, a Barbie doll or whatever it is. Um, you can say, well, let's talk through this. I know that you want this right now, but are you going to want to take care of this? If you see, imagine it on the floor in your playroom. Are you going to love it enough to want to pick it up and put it away? And when it's time to let it go, is there a place that it could easily go? So uh, just have, just start having that conversation with kids right now. Of course, they're gonna say, yes, I really want this still, you know, I love it. But I think just hearing you go through this thought process out loud will really resonate with them as they get older. And they can start to build that into their purchasing and consuming life also. What am I gonna do with this when it's time to let it go? Is it worth having it in my life if I don't wanna take care of it every single day? Um, I think just having those conversations and you know, maybe talking about how it was made. So you know, if it's plastics, you know, you can talk about how we had to drill for the raw materials to get the plastics and is that okay with you? And you know, we have to consume plastic. I mean, there's no way around it in this world, but we could consume less plastic um, and you can have an age appropriate conversation with your kids about that. I know my kids listen to me talk about it like <laughs> a lot, but they've also, I, you know, they're not, they're 10 and 13 now. They really understand the whole thing and they make pretty good decisions with what comes into their life 
because I've been talking to them about it for so long. So I think just start having that dialogue is really important. Does that answer your question? <laughs> so I think I'm gonna go ahead and log off. I'm gonna try and make this Ask Jess a little bit more um, like of a weekly thing at the same time. So I, I'm not sure what time works best. Probably there's no time that works best for everyone. But if you check back, you can always see these videos on my Facebook page, and I'm also gonna upload them to YouTube so you can watch them there as well. Uh, so definitely keep it in mind. If you have questions for me, please go ahead and ask them. And thank you. Um, and I wish you guys a beautiful afternoon and a holiday that is truly filled with joy. Thank you guys for being here.